1: the so Wake Up with Michelle Michet. Be pleased to hear the best selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting edge self help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. Great to connect with all of you here, always, always. Uh, if you're new to the program, I'm your host, Michelle Mache. and if you're returning, welcome. Great to connect and uh, hello to all those in the chat, the sacred space of empowerment room. A lot of insight and information in the chat, and also acts as my co hosts and sound engineers. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, you can call in at 347 539 5122. That's 347 539 5122 and press 1 on your keypad. And that lets me know that you want to get on air and you have a question. And hey, everyone listening later in the archives, great to connect also. So um, I just jumped on uh, Instagram really quickly. I did a little mini reading there so um, of the eclipse energy and what's coming up. So if that's something that's interesting to you, um, it's on my Instagram live. And, of course, I'm going to be diving into that a little bit today as well as um, next week. We actually, Wednesday, July 3rd, is the eclipse, the new moon eclipse. So um, new moon and solar eclipse. So, yeah. And then we have the uh, partial um, lunar eclipse, I believe, on the 16th. So we've got the new moon and the um solar eclipse happening all right and also stick around for the second half of the program we have Tracy I think Jolie Collier I'm not sure how to pronounce the name but we're going to be talking to her um, about her crystal clear book which is coming out August 2019 uh, crystal clear metaphysics of God wow that sounds interesting okay wow Got what that, that looks good um, also, everyone, thank you so much for your um, feedback. And also, hey, some of you Awakenings listeners made it to our shamanic inner plane journey that um, I facilitated that um, along with Grace O at Yoga Nest this past Saturday. We did um, some deep, sacred, ancient um, journeying and ancestor work. We called it the Ancestors. Beautiful, created a medicine circle, and um, really, really. So thank you all that showed up. It was great to see people that I've either um, know from my teleworkshops or they're part of the Awakenings tribe and uh, listen to the program. So it was great. Um, Tammy put, does sound interesting. Yeah, guess guest does sound interesting. So we'll have to see more of uh, what that's. We get great guests here, i got to tell you. All right, before we dial into uh, your the questions for the callers, I did have a question, a couple of email questions, and I wanted to get to those. Uh, Louise, yours is really long, so I'm going to have to take that in bites. <laughs> you know who you are, um, or you can also call in. But we did have a question from also um, a YouTube uh, listener also that wanted to know, Um, What tarot decks did I use? Okay, I'm trying to find her email here. Now, I would suggest Tarot of the Spirit is an amazing one. Um, That's an amazing one to use uh, and get the book. I suggest, you know, I uh, taught tarot for many years, workshops, seminars, uh, you know, taught in various venues. And to really become the best tarot reader because you're reading archetypal energy, and I think, see, there's people that are just good tarot readers or read tarot, and then there's people that are intuitive and read tarot. And again, if you want to be intuitive, learn the messages, learn the symbolism of the tarot, study myth, symbol um, symbolism. It's going to have a good dream dictionary because we respond to or, or subconscious and live through symbolism, even in our life, even in our waking state, our conscious state, even through our surface mind. We're just not trained to see it, you know, and that's part of what becoming more awake aware is on the soul path is seeing that everything is alive. Everything is, you know, to some degree can be a message for you. Sometimes it's not, but if you're asking for something, I would say, look and listen. So read as much as you can on tarot, um, so, again, Tarot, Pamela Eakins, Tarot of the Spirit is amazing. I do have the Rider-Waite deck. I have the Crystal Visions deck, the Rorig um, deck. Let's see, what else do I have? Oh my gosh, i got so many. Uh, the Soth, of course, is a, is a great one to dive into for metaphysics. Um, again, and when you know some astrology and numerology, and also study a bit of the tree of life within the Kabbalah, because that is the earliest text, the thought and the rider weight, the rider weight, the universal is, is very universal. And some people don't like it. They say it's kind of patriarchal, but my contention is that is the basis of our society. And so uh, you need to really read well, in my opinion, you have to know that, you know, have the basics in and then from there you can get into you know whippy dippy symbolism, um, yeah. And again, sometimes again, as you're doing this, your intuition can come can kick begin to kick in. After you understand the symbolism, the meaning, the general meanings of the specific cards, then I would say, or take time to to study that, and then pick some cards without looking at the book, you know, or a book, and see what you're getting intuitively. I'm just trying to see more of my decks here. Oh, gosh. Gosh, so many. Okay. I think that's a good start um, of the sexual magic also, vice versa. But I would say to start um, with – let's see, I also have the moon – Moonchild is also good. But I think starting with the thought deck or in a universal rider weight or some version of that, the rider weight as a basics, and then pick one that gets called to you in somehow, some way, you know, that there's some kind of um, like, oh, this is creative. And I feel very creative as well, you know. So who is that? Joan. It's Joan. Okay. And you like all? That's who uh, emailed, and I was looking for this. Can you tell me? That's your favorite. Oh, my favorite. Well, right now the thought will always be. I've had that deck for 30 years. It's a very powerful deck. Um, I do believe in allowing people to touch or, or shuffle my deck, the decks, my tarot cards or oracle cards. Um, because I do like the energies getting kind of mixed up. Because I find, you know, no matter how how much how well you shuffle, we have our our own kind of rhythm of shuffling, the way that we shuffle. So we can tend to get the same reading over time, um, you know, same cards over and over. Or it could be what we're going through, right? Um, I do like to let them breathe. So putting in them in the windowsill for a few days, few weeks. Um, also, um, you know, letting, letting them, uh, you know, have a little time off <laughs> I guess this is the way to look at that. But I would say my fave is always going to be the sauce deck, no matter what. I have Mother Peace. A really beautiful deck is um, Colette Baron Reads' The Good Tarot. Uh, it's a little soft. Now, some tarot, when I'm doing reading, sometimes depending on the reading, certain decks will call me. If it's more spiritual or metaphysical, I may go for a certain deck. If it's more relationships that I'm doing, I may go for a specific deck or mix it up. But right now, I really love my RORIG. Um, I believe it's R-O-H-R-I-G. Um, I'm really connecting to that, and of course the Thoth deck and uh, the Rider weight I still love. I get, you know, it really taps into those universal energies, our our collective, the unconscious is really based on those energies and the thought deck. I Hope that helps. You got to, that's what I would suggest. And again, multiple books to get um, to get the messages that are right for you, right to to align. Um, because, you're again, everybody's a bit different, but we want to get the basics. That's my teacher. That's my teacher uh, training is you got to have the basics in. And I think that's why, I mean, not just because I'm, you know, uber-intuitive as a psychic channel and a medium, but in reading the tarot, I know when I'm getting – I know when certain cards mean certain things for me. Again, that's more of an intuition. Now, because I've met readers that are – extremely accurate. It's like they read the Lenormand and they read the tarot like the Lenormand deck. Um, They're not necessarily intuitive. They're not necessarily psychic. They're just really, really good tarot readers. They they know the meaning of those tarot cards, frontwards, backwards, you know. So again, it just depends on how you're called to read, where your gifts are, but I hope that helps. That would be... um, That would be helpful. Okay. So I want to dive in a little bit to someone, Louise. Uh, She's also part of the awakenings community. Please connect with all of us, the awakenings community, the awakenings page on Facebook, such great posts on there. It's not spammy. It's not supposed to be spammy. I mean, if you do share something you're doing, it's best to address it to the group or say why you want us to go or do whatever. I mean, I don't even promote my stuff on there. I think I did one time one something, but, um, It's really about connecting with each other and sharing what we're going through, our own insights, our own passage on the path, or things that inspire us, or posts that we like or uplift us. We're sharing it. So it's really about a sharing. It's not really, you know, come to this, I'm doing this, come listen to this, I'm doing this. Um, And, again, it's the Awakenings page on Facebook. It's a group, Awakenings group. Now, one thing that Louise, and I do want to touch on this before we get to callers, since we have some time, and again, callers, please stay on the line. If you do have a question or a comment, please press 1 on your keypad. Uh, one of the things that um, Louise was talking about, um, to stay in sync, sync with the changing frequencies, the human body needs to recalibrate to the environment when needed. Yes. Yes. Um, Many people have documented increased anxiety. Well, okay, she's talking, I don't want to get, there's so much, I'm going to have to take bits of this email at some point, but we're going to start with when she's talking about. When the auric field is, of a human is not in sync, however, it's difficult for the emotional, mental, spiritual, and etheric bodies to sync with the physical body and frequency of earth. This is where nausea, anxiety comes in. Um, it always seems that there's some energetic mayhem to contend with. We're just feeling it differently. Um, Here's the thing. Let's see. Um, okay. Here's one thing, and I really – I'm glad you wrote this, and I really want to squash this, a huge squash with a huge boot. She's writing, I read today from a healer friend of mine. When our heart is open, our mind no longer rules the internal conversation. Feel into your heart. Mother Earth is shaking us to awaken. The human resonance has recently peaked to its highest – okay. The human resonance is the Earth's vibrational frequency, whether we're aware of it. Okay, first of all, no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Mother Earth is not doing anything to us. Neither is the sun, the moon. Nothing is being done to us. And this has to really, really, these healers, they really are newbies, and it really bothers me because what happens when we're saying Mother Earth is having an earthquake or fires as a purge? This is why I say study... You've got to study matriarchy. You've got to study patriarchy. You've got to study, you know, I had to study the Kabbalah, the Bible. um, And then I studied the New Age or or metaphysical Bible. These imprintings and see a lot of times. um, Oh, yes, Tammy, moon baths are good, too. Also, moon baths for your tarot. See, a lot of readers, when they're reading, it's still coming out of conventional Religion, unfortunately, it's still like a lot of leaders or a lot of people who benefit. They say, Oh, the ascension, they still think we're going to go somewhere. Like, no, we're here. It's, it's dimensional level. They think, Oh, we're, we're ascending, and those that aren't conscious enough are staying here. No, they're just going to have different experiences. We're not going to be plopping up in the sky, all of a sudden disappearing. Or spaceships coming to get us. I mean, yeah, if it's going to be that easy, okay, sign me up. But no, we're not disappearing. We're living from a different vibrational frequency. And many of us are already living 5D because 3D and 4D is commonplace. What people normally call 3D is really fourth dimensional. And we learned that from one of our physicists uh, on awakenings. Uh, that they count the space around the object so we really are fourth dimensional living so 5d fifth shot we're living many of us already in that space but the idea is which i got from my guides is to ground the higher frequency energy into the earth experience okay into the denser world if, if you will So Mother Earth isn't shaking us up, no. Mother Earth is an aspect of us, a part of us, as we are a part of Mother Earth, as we are part of the universe. We're a sliver. So perhaps you could call it the macrocosm of who and what we are, are the planets, the planetary, the stars. You know, I believe it was Carl Sagan as well as other scientists that said we're made of the same stuff. So, no, the Earth isn't shaking – that that belief – is a belief in not only duality, but punishment. It's punitive. You're getting, sh- it's very patriarchal It's very, um, you know, flagellation, you know, with the flogging, flagellation, <laughs> uh, you know, very punitive. So um, i also study Hinduism and Buddhism. I forgot that. Um, didn't do, um, I think that was it. Yeah. So again, it, you've got to watch what you're saying because if I say the earth is doing something to me, that means I'm at effect. You know, I'm not causal point, you know, and source energy because the earth is not source, you know, not even the universe is source. We have or universe is. So what is happening and Greg Braden talked about this years ago. I believe he talked about it when he was on our podcast but years ago, I remember uh, I think it was in the '90s, doing some work with him at a workshop. The and that's that whole opening to zero point, zero point consciousness. The whole the whole idea of um, this the shift, the earth shifting on its axis, and it is the earth is becoming less magnetic. All that means is we need to become more magnetic because we're an aspect, we're a counterpart. So in other words, if I'm too electrical in my body, right, if I'm too, which also means too acidic, if I'm too acidic, too, you know, you don't want to be too alkaline, but you want to have enough alkaline, right? We don't want to be too magnetic or too go with the flow of the the feminine, Um, but we don't want to be too, let me control everything and put everything in order of the masculine energy, of the yang energy, of the electrical energy, reaching, constantly reaching, you know. Reaching out, um, controlling, you know, putting it out there, making it happen. So as the earth becomes less and less magnetic, it's becoming more electrical, we as the counterpart need to become more magnetic. This is why it's so important to connect in through meditation, mindfulness, and eventually to actually live more and more in the meditative state. Okay, so that's that's the shift that's happening. So we really have to get out of this idea and, you know, I always stop people on this because then it's like, you know, some, this, all this stuff is happening to us because we're not awake yet, you know, shaking us up, making this happen. Even the changes that happen, and not everybody goes through intense changes the same way. Yes, there's always change. I remember... Um, Years ago, I was taking my dad to get his uh, glasses checked or new glasses or something. And the doctor, he must have been in his mid mid to late 80s and very fit as a fiddle and very, you know, aware. And and he was asking what I did and I was sharing with him. And at the time, I had just gotten certification in transitional counseling. And I said, yeah, I'm a transitional counselor also. And he looked and he goes, well, we're always in transition, aren't we? And I said, yeah, I guess so. but yes and no, sometimes little transition. I mean, I've gone years where things have just been running as they are, you know, no big changes, no dramas, you know, nothing, you know, you know, just like a little choo-choo train chugging along little subway, you know, (laughs) and then boom. So yes, there's always shifts and changing. Um, However, not everyone affects it. It's, it's, again, you could look at the numerology is a guidepost, um, understanding your soul path, and, of course, astrology. That's what's, um, you know, that, that's, that's one way to kind of see what's going on with us. You know, what are the demarcation lines? What is, what's coming up? Now, part of the game on this planet is change. The soul likes it. Soul likes variety. I'm going to try this now. I'm going to be a this. I'm going to be a that. So the only part of, this, of us that feels the disruption is the ego. The, the soul is going, oh, done with that. Now we're going to do this. You know, we're changing this, changing water into wine. We're transmuting this energy into this form, this experience. So some people are meant to have a lot of experiences this lifetime, especially if you're in a, in a wrapping up, a completion Lifetime, what we call, you're wrapping up and you would know that if you have a lot of planets specifically uh, in the 12th house or significant planets in the 12th house, um, 8th house as well. Um, So if if you're wondering, okay, why does this person have a lot of change or ups and downs and this person doesn't, again, it can track it down to the soul path. However, you're reading that, you know, again, a good tool can be the astrology chart and looking at the transits as well as the numerology or just someone tuning in, you know, Um, let me see if I can go through this. Uh, It always seems. Now, the intensity, has this intensity always been there? Eh, It depends on the path. I would say it's more intense now because. The higher frequency energies, like we have our stabilizing energies astrologically, the sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Saturn is very anchoring. Those are very earthed. You know, they're they're closer to the earth. They're earthed. Um, experiences and lessons of emotions how do we communicate how do we think but then yeah we start getting into more of the the extraterrestrial the gal the galactic you know off of the off of the earth plane the, ter- the terraforma so to speak right the terrestrial like uranus and i do remember in the early 90s when i was studying a lot or you know and through the 90s obviously um only certain people, there were Pluto would feel Pluto um, or Uranus transits um, more intensely. Of course, depending on what house Pluto is in, we always, you know, feel that. And one of my teachers had said that's because you're a light worker, you're a star seed. People that are more sensitive felt those energies. And some astrologers, if you look way back, if you look. You know, mid-2000 and earlier, if you look in the 90s, 80s, I don't know, maybe 70s also, and I wasn't, you know, old enough to doing this kind of stuff, uh, teaching in this way. But the astrologers that I worked with that were a lot older than me, a lot more seasoned, a lot more trained, um, a lot of them didn't even look at the outer planets. You can hear, it. oh, the outer planet. that's really not going to affect you. Oh, we don't have to worry about the outer planets so that has drastically changed, um, starting around I would say mid 2000 and really 2010, 2011 on. And of course, that's Uranus. So it is affecting these outer planets, the the higher frequency planets. It's think of like homeop- homeopathy. They some of these may be smaller planets or just like asteroids. They might seem to be diluted, but they're potentized. It's a small little pill, but it really hits you. It holds a lot of higher frequency energy that is beyond the experience just of the egoic, okay? It includes that, but it snaps So It's to snap this into a higher level. But again, it is us. It, it, we're the slice of the divine, of God, of the all that is, of the universes. We're the slice of it, so we're responding to the larger, right, the infinite aspect, the trajectory, the, the, the next wave of what's happening. And in a sense, it's already there dimensionally. We're just opening or awakening to it on this planet. That's why, in a way, it's not so much the soul is awake. The soul is very awake and aware. It's how much can it be lived out in this dimension, in this earth plane, with the rules and ramifications and beliefs, what's been set up here, So, yeah, we're changing the game, literally. We're changing what's been set up here. That's what all of this is about. We're we're changing the rules, the setup. We're changing what's important, you know, the prioritizing. We're getting more to the soul alignment, the soul connecting, okay? The part of us that knows we're all interconnected, but yet we're expressing and experiencing individually or in an individuated way, So, yeah, the the game is balancing a little. It's changing. And so that's why a lot of the upheaval, because the structures have to be rearranged. Things have to be edited. Some things are completely rewritten, right? So, yes, it is. And there's been other times like this. However, the idea of spirit, spirituality, and the soul has never been so prevalent in the mainstream awareness, Okay, so we're getting it, and once it gets more, not just fringe, but once it gets more and more in the mainstream awareness, this is where you're then at some point, the schools will have this information. It's happening little by little, you know, when I was doing, um, you know, uh, enhancement programs for children in schools, um, libraries, I did quite a bit that I could call, I could say meditation, but for schools, I couldn't use the word meditation because, some parents, especially that were Christian or born-again Christian or, you know, evangelical, didn't like the word meditation because they associated meditation or yoga, the name yoga, with Hinduism. So we had to say relaxation. We had to say learning to be mindful for the mindfulness. We had to say stretching to relax. You know, you could say things like get centered. Um And now some schools are more and more schools are allowing that and even that languaging. Okay. So again, there is this evolution of what is acceptable by what we have collectively consciously or subconsciously agreed to on this earth dimension and what's been passed on to us. Those agreements that have been passed on that are in the ethers, you know, they're in the energetic matrix. They're in our matrix. They're in, the DNA, you know, they're in our mind. They're, we know them. We know the rules. We've heard them from parents, grandparents, you know, all fa- you know, different family members. Society is on the TV. It's, in, you know, what's so what's what's good? What looks good? What's cool? What's fringe? What's hip? What's all of that? Inculcation, indoctrination, is being changed. So yes, it does mean that there's a lot of up and down and disruption. Because these ideas, these beliefs, the, this roadmap, for some also rule book, is very entrained. It's very entrenched. And because it's also within the subconscious. That's why I say, those of you that want to learn tarot, you can shift the meanings and broaden them. But first, to really help someone become free or free yourself if you're doing your own inner work. We have to first understand where we're coming from and why we have these certain ideas or beliefs. Louise, thank you. Woo, food for thought, Louise. And she's always giving some kind of insight and information on, uh, in the Awakenings uh, group on Facebook. So we get lots of insights, lots of insights. Okay, let's get to the first caller. Hello. Welcome, you're on Awakenings. Hello, you're on air hello hello hello
2: yeah you're on air welcome to the program hi michelle how are you i'm doing great how are you i'm i'm good i've uh i've been listening to your show for gosh probably five years now oh yay yay yay, yay. wonderful and what's your first name oh it's laura
1: hey laura great to connect
2: Do you have a question, so, a yeah, comment? I do. Yes, I've, I started my own business doing um, reflexology and um, energy work here in a, a very small town. Okay, great. We need it all At, town. Yeah,
1: and what's your question?
2: And well, it's um, slowly. It's, it's been a year now that I've been doing it. Um, It's just slowly growing. Mm -hmm. I was was doing my numbers today, so I was like, oh, I'm a little nervous with my numbers. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, now here's the thing. And during this, I would say those of you, I feel July will bring more abundance for people. But really expect the boom kind of August on or September, October on. And look at what do you need to prioritize or clarify within your work, maybe your home environment. Let's see, Laura, in regards to work. You're going to be okay, though. I do see that. I feel like um, there could be, like, a resurgence of past people coming to you, past clients, past people you've worked with. Actually, let's see. But you definitely are on the right path, so oh good. But I feel like you're, yeah, you're on the right path. So
2: just stick with it, okay? Okay. All it right. It kind of gets discouraged sometimes. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Tell, well, yeah. It's a business. You know, it takes a w- while to really build your own business. It doesn't just happen. You know, it's kind of like you know, and of course, there's some back and forth. Especially when you work for yourself, so. But I do feel you're on the right track, definitely.
2: Yeah, I know we've talked about that before. Uh, probably about two years. ago. Oh, we ago. did. Oh, good. Yeah. I finally, I finally did uh, start on my own. Um, they told me that. That I should be doing my own thing, but that was scared. I was scared to take that leap forward. Right. Cause there's a way of, of, of it pushing you that way anyway, regardless if you're not ready.
1: <laughs> That's right. Well,
2: because you are ready. The ego may not be ready, but you're ready, you know, the true you. Yeah, are That totally made sense when you were talking about that earlier. I thought, oh, it really makes a, a lot of sense that way. Mm. But, yes, I always enjoy listening to your program. It always gives me such insight.
1: Oh, good, good. I'm so glad.
2: Thank you. Well, it's Michelle. great to hear from you. Keep listening, and great to well. hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Take good care. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello. This is What's Val. Your name? Hey Val, Valerie. welcome to the program. Valerie, hi. I have a
2: question Do about a work. Question. I think that's a common theme.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: tell Okay. I have.
1: About
2: um, I have a situation that I'm in the middle of
1: with uh, my manager, and I'm just struggling. If you could maybe give me some advice on how to handle him, I
2: am in the process of looking for other work, and I have what, okay. been told by a a psychic medium that maybe sometime in September that would happen. And I'm okay. just, it's already, you know, mid end of June. I'm just wondering for the next few months how best
1: I can handle this situation until this. Changes. Yeah, I'm getting three months. Um, you know it's interesting because I touched on this in my, my little Instagram uh, reading that I did this this right before the show. these energies listen just listen and observe. This is not the time to do swinging or sweeping change or swing from the left to the right but gather information so you don't draw in the next thing. I don't feel with this person you're going to be able to win is what I'm hearing. Does that make sense? I don't feel there's a there's only you know it's a manager but it's only managing the situation. Um, now I get okay. Is this a man? Male. Hello. Yep. Yep. Oops. He's a man. Did we lose you? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm getting a man. Okay. So Val. want To make sure I'm connecting in because I do see you talking to a woman about it now. I don't know if that's just a friend or somebody at work a human resource, but I do see you. Um, maybe it's me. <laughs> I don't, I've been known to be in people's dream or not just dreams and astral plane but readings, and I didn't know it was me. Like, oh, this dark haired woman's going to be setting you up with somebody, and then ends up being me. Um, <laughs> my co worker is one of my best girlfriends, and we talk about it all the time. Oh, okay, that's who it is, then. Okay, because I I felt her at work, a female. Approached this manager. Oh boy, yeah, you you're restricted there. What you can do, um, try to see the positive, stay out of the line of fire, um, see the illusion of what the person is going through. See. Even though they're in a supervisory position, I feel like they're acting out of their wounding. So the more you can mm-hmm. see that and just understand that this this person, you know, if they're having a tantrum, they're in this wounding. Um, because I do feel you will be released from the job. You'll find something else. For Sure. But I, I don't – I only feel – it's so funny. I only feel you can – there's no um, end in sight. There's only managing the situation. Yeah. Your changes are coming between – yeah, it's September to October. So end of August or Libra time to Scorpio time. That's where I feel the opening is for you to make the move. Okay? Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right, you're so welcome. Good luck, Mallory. Keep you posted. Thanks. Okay, bye. You're welcome. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. I can hear you. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. 207, you're on air. Okay, we'll go to somebody else. Sometimes people walk away from the from the phone. Okay, let's see. We'll go back to 207. Let's see. Okay, then we have a private caller. Hello, you're on air. I knew you were coming. I'm on air, and I'm going to ah. go get in a place where, where you won't hear the background <laughs> noise. Different. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Queen. Yay. Peaceful greetings. Hello to you as well, Queen. Hi, Good to connect. Thanks. Yes, yes, yes. I am heading to um, to Boston, and I just really? want to know what you feel around that. Love, light, and romance. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I'll accept it. Okay. <laughs> yes, love, light, yeah. romance. Yeah, okay. It seems like you're connecting with friends or some kind of small group. It feels to be some kind of transformation for you, or you're going through some kind of next-level spiritual transformation. Um, I do feel you're putting more of your dreams into motion. Does that make sense? There's something, something about, about a goal, a dream. up uh, Yes, on, on many levels. On many levels. Okay. Perhaps the completion. Perhaps the completion of my book. I'm going home, like home. Uh, not my eternal home, but my home that I was, you know, place I was raised and and up oh, in. And I is there a lot there. of people uh-huh. there? Obviously, there's a lot of people that know you because I'm seeing all these like small groups. It could be gatherings or parties. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, there's some reason, and that's interesting because there's a lot about completion and going into a new level or next level. I feel, Queen, something about this trip is going to make you more resolute. There's going to be a resolve that comes in about some of your dreams and goals. The goals that you have leading to the dreams. There's some other things. Maybe it is the book. There's some smaller things. Maybe you look for a publisher, uh, or you put it on Amazon. There, there's some. You're going to come away with like I like some concrete ideas. Like, well, I need to at least do A and B, you know. Or I'm not going to do C and D right now, or I, you know, or I'm going to do X right now. And A, I'm going to push further off. So there does seem to be some kind of putting things in in a perspective or you know, uh for you, some kind of order. But I do feel something tangible. Now I don't know if you're selling something. It shows receipt of monies also. Um good. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um Yeah, you've had this move around you for a while, but I don't know if that's just movement where there's more travel. But it shows it's an important trip. Let's see what's going on. Why well, am going back to the Yeah, wrapping things up. So there's some kind of closure for you or, or putting it on the next level, you know, kind of the punctuation Beautiful. mark. The Is that make sense? You know, get it in a different, a different context if that makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. This is my, my cultural, spiritual, you know, or my uh, family where I, I gain roots and wings. And, um, and I'm go, going back is is really, is it's feeling so magical. I'm even going to be able to stay on a street that I grew up in uh, with with a family member in a in a different place but yet you know be able to stay there and and um i i- ant- i anticipate having um sessions you know um gatherings and i okay. i yeah, yeah. you will. i'm anticipating having having my book complete and i'm also the possibility of of teaching at a un at an art university there is is going has opened up to me so I mean it's even talking about it it's feeling so and the romance I'll take it I'll take it, it ha- because it's going to be divinely guided oh yeah well it's love light and romance so there's a lot of love a lot of light a lot of you know love and creativity and uh, yeah I feel like you could even meet someone or reconnect with someone you knew um, but there, there's a lot to do with the groups the small groups you know, parties, sharing, talking, you know, events, teaching. There's a a lot. I feel like you're going to be quite busy. But it's good busy. And, and again, it's going to put some stuff in perspective for you. Not even consciously. It's going to be like, you know, the insights when they bubble up to the surface. No rhyme or reason why. That's what I feel around this trip. You come away with something. And it's probably not even going to be what you've been thinking about. It's just it's it's there's something about the going back and the completion that
2: relationship, oh
1: good, I good. can well relate. gosh, share with us along the way and keep us posted what this is like to me like a kind of a milestone thing I don't know it's ushering a new opening new level i new level. I, I agree. I was even reflecting, uh, you know how the goddess vibe is so strong and, and all that, and that's part of my energy. I had forgotten yes. that something like 30 years ago, and I I used to live in a huge, huge um, mansion alone, and I um, but I I was solitude in there pretty much, and I I had a, a vibration to call forth the ancient African goddesses, and I'd forgotten I did that. I said, oh, my goodness, Ooh. you've been in this room for so long. And I think yeah. things like See? that coming down. It's like, wow. I we need you. the I elders you right, you. right now. I'm here, right? <laughs> yeah, we need <laughs> the elders right now. We really do. Thank yeah, you. We do. All right, Queen, big hug to you. What's oh, how is okay. prosperity and dreams come true thank you so much thank you Mm, thank you queen oh wonderful to be graced by her so wonderful hello everyone in the chat i'm for some reason not able to get in there let's see connecting there we go again tammy very cool okay my chat was my chat was frozen hey tammy says oh queen Tammy says, hi. Hey, Siren Dreams. Uh, Angel, Angel. Angel, was it? Let's see. Um, I think she, were you at the workshop on Saturday or the sacred ceremony? Well, it wasn't a workshop. Oh, my God, all this. And Louise is in there. Great, reassuring answer, as always. Okay, guys, because my, um <laughs> My chat was frozen. There's all these great communications and great people in there. Hey, everyone oh good Angie okay Angie great, okay. she was in the uh at the shaman, shamanic um, sacred ceremony. Oh, you're welcome. Glad you love you went. It was lovely. thank you. You're so welcome Good, good, good. Hello, Sadie, Hello, everyone in the chat even those I can't see. Okay, we're going to try 207 really quick again cuz then we have our awakening dialogue. Hello, you're on air. You're on air. Welcome to the program. Okay, probably stepped away. I tried 207680. Okay. I tried. So you can call next week. Sometimes people are listening, and then they walk away. Or sometimes I've had people email me and say my boss was right over. <laughs> I couldn't pick up because they, they hit one on the keypad, right? So I see a little question mark near the number, which means that they want they have a question or comment. They want to get on air and chat, right? Uh, but if <laughs> – oh, Siren Dreams. I just said Hi. Oh, Angie, you sat next to Laura. Yeah. Laura, I don't know if you're in it. Laura was there. Laura was at the sacred ceremony. Uh, Micah was there. Um, gosh, who else? People that you'd know from either teleworkshops. It was, we had a great, great group. I got to tell you, I will do another one. I don't know if July, probably maybe August or September. It. The place is just amazing to do this type of journey work. Um, you know if you're if you're going to be in the, in the city and and I do like doing some of these in the city as well all right it is time now for our awakened guest and we've got with us here Tracy Jolie Coyer, Jolie I hope I'm saying her name right um, she is the author of Mirror Mirror and she was raised on the east coast Uh, athletic, competitive, average, with a lurking feeling that something is not right with the world. After high school, she joined the United States Air Force as a medical service specialist. Her last base was Vandenberg, California. Uh, She's owned and operated two stores in Morro Bay. She was a massage therapist, commercial driver, psychiatric technician, and is now in service as a spiritual coach. She has over 25 years of Christian study, Buddhist philosophy, and spiritual enlightenment. Uh, She's over 20,000 hours studying the works of spiritual teachers and renowned author David Hawkins, friend of our show. And And she has another book coming out August 2009, uh, 2019, rather, 2019 Crystal Clear book. Got to look at that. What happened in 2009? Going back to that. And uh, her current book out now is called Mirror, Mirror. Welcome to the program, Tracy. Hi, Michelle. Can you hear me? Hey, how do you say your – yes, I can. <laughs> how do you say your last name, by the way?
0: Oh, it's, well, it's uh, pronounced Jolicoeur. It's uh, French-Canadian, but the American Jolicoe. pronunciation is Jolicoeur. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you could just call me no. Tracy or
1: Seedling. I call it Coyer, Coyer, Coyer like French, but Jolly Core, Jolly, coeur. Yeah, jolly it, coeur, It means happy
0: heart. What does it mean? Uh, happy heart or pretty heart.
1: Oh, wow. I love yeah. that. <laughs> okay, Tracy, we got to dive in. Boy, have you had some experience? You have, I mean, wow, wow. Siren Dreams is saying welcome, Tracy, in the chat. So let's dive in. Yes. now there's something, um, Siren Dreams in the chat, love the meaning of her last name, me as well. What, you, you said you realized something was wrong or off or there was something more. Now, when did that start and what did you later find out? that was? How did that, you know, mix for you or
0: translate to for you? Um when I was pretty when I was young, I realized something wasn't right, but I didn't quite know what it was. And I was shy back then, so uh I I started asking questions, but then I would get ridiculed for asking questions and so it, it felt like, you know, constantly going back into my shell. However, um I I thought that if I understood God, because I believed that, um, the, you know, the question that uh, if God created suffering, then I need to understand God. So I started going to church and reading the, the Bible, and it was strictly just that for, you know, a good 25 years. So I thought if I could understand right. why God created suffering, then um, I would have at least an understanding of what's going on. So that's how it began for me. And what I have come to understand since then, you know, it's all of these levels or layers of undoing the psychological suffering of the mind. So it started off with um, I would, you know, I, I believed that if I changed out there, but I didn't know I was doing it, it was just like automatic. So I would try to change other people's thoughts about me, thinking I would be loved and appreciated. And I would try to change my behavior and other people's behaviors so that I would feel good, so that I wouldn't suffer. uh, Right. So then I realized that, uh, okay, that's not working. (laughs) And um, then I I started to get this opening where I heard about enlightenment. And enlightenment to me meant that I would be liberated from suffering. So that took me from the fundamental Christian to um, the Buddhist. So, but I was open to everything. I became, from, I went from closed to being open. And uh, I remember I did this the first time I ever meditated. My understanding of God went from punishing, punitive, you know, like you were talking, the patriotic type, to right. God's love. And I just had these tears of joy. And um, this was like back mm. in 2004. And I had already been doing and Katie and questioning my beliefs and all of that. And um, so that meditation was really powerful. So that opened up getting in touch with um, t- other teachers. And so really my whole life began to change. But it also pancaked. I call it the pancake where um, mm. my life would it change so rapidly, like in and out of relationships, and um, mm-hmm. moving a bunch of times, changing careers. And uh, so it was like the fast track, hardcore undoing. And it was like pretty painful. Yeah, bet, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that can happen like that, you know. Um, I know I'm sure you've gotten a lot of. Had a lot of conversations, gotten a lot of emails or calls of, yeah, I'm doing the spiritual thing, I'm healing, and everybody's gone now. No, no I, can't, I don't like my <laughs> friends, they don't like me, my family doesn't understand me, I hate my job. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let me ask you, um, because been... coming, especially military, I love when people are more like criminal justice system, military. Some of them, I've met people that are quite awake. A, a kind of closeted spiritualists or spiritual you know the spirituality yeah. or then some people coming from those fields that start awakening i for me it's pretty profound how does that happen
0: you know uh it seemed like i wanted to run away so you know and i also wanted to be involved in um you know the caring so i i uh joined the military to do nursing and um so that brought me to California. For some reason, I I wanted to come to California. And uh, anyway, my last base is I was overseas. You know, they, when they send you overseas to Germany, like involuntary, then you get to choose yeah. what base you want. So I chose California. So I knew I would end up somewhere in California. But wow. the uh, the uh, I ended up from the Air Force. Uh, Working for the Department of Corrections, so I worked in the prison system for 17 years, and that was like an wow. island. Because here are wow. these guys. It was you know, there's 7,000 inmates in the California Men's Colony, and these guys were imprisoned. Yet I felt like I could walk out the Sally Port, but yet I was imprisoned in some way. You know, they were laughing and joking and all kinds of stuff, and. Mm. Um, yeah, so so it, it, my whole life was like an eye opener to, or, or getting me to the depths, moving through the, uh, you know, the misunderstandings into um, understanding why we suffer, and ending up to be that God never created suffering, that it, it's, um, yeah. it's a, it's a illusion, but it's a it's a conceptual thing that we don't actually believe in it, like it's a conceptual thing until the real that realization that. It was that it was never created you know like a course in mm-hmm. miracles you know nothing real can be threatened and nothing unreal exists and you know i studied a course yeah. miracles did all kinds of stuff and um but then it just because it, our experience is so real it does feel like um it, it, like we are suffering and but that realization just came to me um recently that it it doesn't exist, and it's kind of hard to define to say, well, yes, it does, but anyway, so there was a, an opening for me, and oh, I want to sh- shout out to Sadie, because Sadie's the reason that we're talking, and I love your stuff, Michelle, I'm, like, so okay. into, like, hearing, I like your YouTube channel, and um, oh, so thank oh. you for everything you do, you know, the synchronicities oh, that connect us to each other, so I was like, wow, Michelle's amazing, yeah.
1: You are too. Well, the similar stuff, you know, Course of Miracles, a lot of similar um, belief and moving into that, um, that oneness out of the, the punitive, you know, I think yes. that's, um, yeah, very awakening for people if they can get out of that punitive that, you know, the earth is doing this to me or this is happening because of this. I mean, oh, God, I don't know. It's that's a tough one for some people um tammy in the chat is saying she resonates with you as well yeah what you're saying and what a fascinating life yeah definitely now let me ask you when you were working in the correctional facility were you searching and seeking then or were you just noticing the disparity of because they're laughing and you're more closed what was the process then
0: yeah, I noticed that um, you know, because I started working in, there in the 80s, and things were you know they they started to change. So um, it, in my psyche, I couldn't treat people no matter what they did bad. Um, so there was a like like a separation because between the staff. And I I couldn't treat people unkind. Uh, in other words, um, oh, okay. yeah. there was a part of my psyche that even though there was a, a separation in the the mentality between the the uh, correctional officers and the and the inmates let's say um right. I, I i really i couldn't treat people unkind and so i learned how to be impartial really quickly and also um there was a guy an, an inmate i was in my early 20s and i met him he was on my floor and i said uh he said, you know why I'm in here? And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, he's going to say he's a murderer because that makes everybody tougher around here. So, um, right. but, and we don't, we don't know their commitment offense unless we end up looking at their files or whatever. We're just running the floor and taking care of business. And I said, so, okay, okay so what are you here for? And he said, I killed my wife. And I said, Oh, mm-hmm. and you know, joking around having a sense of humor. I said, Oh, was she a bad cook? And he said, I, I killed my wife in a blackout. I'm like, you don't remember killing your wife? And he said, no. And um, oh. so he was, he, had already, he's, he was a lifer. And uh, he had already done 20 years. He was in his 60s. And so, I mean, he, was, he just seemed really calm and mellow. And um, so he told me the story mm-hmm. of they were in Las Vegas. And he had a jealous episode. And Because and I said, well, how do you know you killed her if you don't remember? And he mm-hmm. said, uh, because when I came two, I was holding the gun, and she was dead across the room. And it was then I began to, you know, think, wow, if you can kill people and not even remember, you know, the addiction cycles that people get into of the drinking and the drugging, wanting to mm-hmm. escape reality because there's so much suffering here. And so I learned a lot while I was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at like yeah. you know like the alchemy of um, everybody is my teacher, and everybody has something to show me. So every time I get triggered, absolutely, yeah, I go inside myself, and I use it as an opportunity to undo something within myself. So the the critical nature of the mind, you know, always looks for something wrong actually to protect itself. Mhm. Um, begins to be get, to get undone inside each person, and so. Because I had this fear of being criticized, you know, that until yeah. the critic in me was owned, then, and then I stopped attracting people that criticized me. I mean, it was ama- it's amazing how this works, you know. So when I, <laughs> when I, when everything about myself, my outside world changes. And when I make somebody my enemy, then I live in fear of that. So this journey is so amazing and it's, and it, and it really is around wanting to know what's going on. How can I live a happy, joyous, and free existence and share with others without ridiculing, condemning, or insisting on anything, you know? Wow. That does
1: touch into the, you know, a lot of traditions, the Buddhists, that compassion and that freedom. It's interesting how we can learn so much by people that are seem so dissimilar, but they're... Turning point situations, or perhaps we have a touch of that, you know, or the the deep depths of where they went to in their desperation, we can really relate to that. How amazing that he opened up to you in that way! What a gift
0: to you know be yeah, present yeah. to that and
1: hold hold the space for that. Um, yeah, I and mean, then to see that
0: guy. Yeah, he. I mean, he was a lifer, and he was so calm, and it was like um, that. That was like. Huh. You know how we see people like they they uh they're different than what we seem and we get touched by them and um you know one act of compassion from another can change transform another person's life like completely
1: mhm mm. wow, powerful so do you feel that when you were there you were starting to awaken more become more aware perhaps of what was going on internally with you through that. And we can get into your book, Mirror, Mirror, Mirror. Um, did, did, was that starting to happen then?
0: Um, I wasn't really waking up, but I I had more questions. So, you know, like I was going ah, okay. through a, a preparation stage. Like, like when you prepare, I'd like to use the analogy of preparing to paint. So you prepare to paint and you tape the windows and you uh, put all the drop cloths and Um, So all this prep work is being done, but you haven't seen any change yet. It's, um, you know, nothing has changed. And so I had many, many years of what I call preparation, where I would be reading, studying, blah, 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 and um, getting information. And then when I actually started applying it, when I started going inside of myself to change what I'm holding in mind, that's when my world started to change. So it was all part of the prep work. Um, seeing the things that I saw and the sadness and the uh you know all of the suffering that people experience both the the uh, the perpetrators the victims um, yeah and
1: uh well, now, Tracy, you just explained something I touched upon it on my Instagram story today, what I think is so important because many people are in that right now, the preparation, and they 're not necessarily seeing the results, or they're not fast-moving results. There might be some small little, you know, out-picturing of the preparation. And it seems right now many are, you know, in a preparation for bigger change, a a awakening or more awakening or or living more awake or, you know, doing more of what they really want to do or that great relationship. What would you say to people, because I've been seeing this astrologically and, you know, people that I've been working with, and they're like, you know, I feel I'm held back. I'm held back. Nothing's happening. I'm doing, you know, when somebody emailed me the other day, I did this workshop, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And, you know, (laughs) I'm like, you're preparing. So what could you share with um, us, myself included, and our listeners about the preparation? If you can go into that cycle that you're talking about, the preparation, then working on yourself, and then you start seeing the changes and what suggestions you may have in how to better navigate that or,
0: um, yeah, I see that things are speeding up, so they're a lot quicker. Like um, I was on this path primarily mm-hmm. alone, so I was a, a loner, and now I'm surrounded by people on the path. And um, so it's like the uh, being guided by our by the intuition, which gives us a hunch. Like if we hear a word like non-attachment, like what the heck does that mean? And there's always people flinging seeds. So there's different levels of the seeds. You know, just it's, it's kind of cool how uh, this nickname mm. seed flinger came is that so especially working with other people of um, not to be intrusive and not to tell them what to do or how to do it, you know, because people are very resistant and for good reason. Right. Um, so I had to move through that as well because I thought, oh, my gosh, it took me 10 years to get this one understanding. And I'm just handing it to a person like it's a gold bar and they don't want to have anything to do with it, which is just another level of my. Can
1: I relate? Can I relate? Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So so I just when I came through, you know what? When you give a gift to somebody, even if it took me, let's say, a decade to get this understanding, and things are quicker now for sure, um, that it's no longer mine. And so I saw it as flinging seeds. So, and I don't do it intrusively anymore. Like intuitively, I'm just guided to know. And, um, but I have freedom. You know, I don't have to calculate my uh, speaking or as much as I used to. So it's real easy. It's like effortless now. So I fling the seeds. So they've got, so, and uh, when the seeds are flung, that's it, it's enough. When they sprout, you know, like have you ever got that aha moment where like I've run out of the shower because all of a sudden a seed that was flung to me from teachers and other people, all of a sudden you feel it germinate. You go, Oh my God. And you run out and you write right. the insight down. And it gives you something that you didn't. So that's the seed germinating. And so, um, uh, so, once so I, that's once why I your site, anybody... your
1: website, that's why your website name is seed slinger.
0: Right, right, right. Yes.
1: Ah, yes. I love it's it. Like Seedslinger.com. Yes. I love it. Okay.
0: Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's none of my business how they sprout that I can't I, – to share the insights that, and the aha moments that I've learned or higher truths that didn't make any sense to me before is actually generosity of the spirit. It's actually loving to do so, to not withhold, to be in fear of that or to hoard information and not share it. And so I just recently, you know, uh, started exposing myself. You know, I, I do have a YouTube channel that's been – out for a year, where I'll just do like three-minute videos, and which is really fun. But the book. And what's the name Nathan, of your YouTube channel, Tracy? What's Steve your YouTube Linger. channel
1: name? Okay. It's Steve
0: a Linger. Linger. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, I lost I lost track when I was, was at... Yeah, you just started then,
1: exposing yourself and moving out more, and you have the you started a YouTube channel,
0: which is cool. Yes. Yes. I had to move through the the resistant energy, you know, the, the resistance of putting yourself out there and getting, you know, ridiculed and blah, blah, blah. So I, that was another awakening of, so recently with the book and the YouTube channel and everything, instead of just um, sharing privately within uh, the people in my life, I, we started to branch out, you know, the... the uh, two co-authors of the Mira Mira is Nick Marshall. And matter of fact, he's listening from Connecticut right now and his wife, Carol, and then time. Oh, my hey wife Nick. is in the other room. <laughs> okay. Hey,
1: great to connect with you. Jump on if you yeah. want.
0: <laughs> and Nick um, actually authored a couple other books too. He's a, a, a fiction author. So, and then this, this book we're getting together to do right now is, you know, you would think, Oh, you're going to write about God. That's kind of, highly controversial, you know, and it's not really it's about our how our understanding about God changes. Not that source right. actually changes, but we do our understanding our um and so moving through that and having twenty five years of Christian study and how the teachings of Jesus were misunderstood or how they weren't understood yeah. at all. In the level of oh my God, wow this is so powerful, it should be shared. Um, yeah. So.
1: I know. See that's the thing I, I wish you know, probably won't happen because things are moving so quickly, but if people can study as much of the doctrine of the more, the traditional or so much is based on that, you know, and there is a lot of good information um, that you're right, has been misinterpreted and there's metaphysical interpretations. Um, Yeah. Let's see people in the chat saying Michelle was tossed out of the chat I, I, I can view the chat but I can't interact so I do see everyone in the chat thanks for being here and listening and contributing and sharing your insights um, Tracy now let, your second book that's coming out I might have had that wrong is that called Crystal Clear
0: yes that's correct
1: and it's on. and this is the one that touches on the concept of God or how it, our concept changes our understanding yes And that comes out August, right, this August?
0: Yes, it might come out uh, maybe the end of July. So it might be a little earlier. Okay.
1: Now let's dive in a little bit. Your current book, Mirror, Mirror, I'm intrigued by the title. Uh, And this is the one that you wrote with Nick, right? Yes. Yes, and Tanya. Nick, okay, great. Yeah, let's dive in there a little bit. On Mirror Mirror, how did that come about? Um, And the two of you writing—are
0: you you're not local to each
1: other? I take it.
0: Yeah, no, he's in Connecticut. I'm in California, and um,
1: ah,
0: but but uh, we're relatives. He's uh, the husband of my mother's sister, so he's my uncle, and he's also my godfather. And uh, so we've been, yeah, and um, you know, he jumped on board this uh, spiritual path and um he's uh he's like a genius you know he has um the left brain understanding and uh so we move back and forth left and right brain as we do our writings and sometimes we don't even see what each other writes and so it's kind of interesting how we sometimes will not understand each other and then we Mm -hmm. we will come to an understanding it's kind of cool how how this happens but um he'll be like yeah no that's not right and um and then uh, I'm trying to understand what he's saying. You know, it's like the uh, the masculine, feminine trying to b- merge and blend into a understanding, which is kind of cool. So mm-hmm. it's really it's cool. Awesome it's kind of what's heaven. happening
1: now with the divine masculine and divine feminine within us. Yeah, you know, in the cosmos and within us, um, you know, yeah, blending, merging, and harmonizing to have a new mixture, a new mixture of it all. New concept, yeah, so new interpretation.
0: Could, yes, yes, totally. So he he basically said, okay, Tr- Tracy, it's time, it's time, you know, to do this. And um, so he was kind of the fire. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, you're I like, wanted, okay, to, like, let's
2: yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So,
1: so tell me how is, it came um, about and the concept. How did you? So he felt it was time. Did you know what you were going to write about?
0: Um, no, <laughs> it's just like unfolded. I love like, it. Um, yeah. It, it was like, a, so we didn't even discuss really what the, what was going to be. All of a sudden I would get a, an insight or of a chapter. So we started out chapter one, wisdom versus knowledge. What's the difference between wisdom and knowledge? And, um, and then it took us to, and then he would just write about it. So. Um, taking things personally. Why do people take things personally? What does somebody else's behavior have to do with me? You know, there's this, uh, th- there's a separation that needs to occur between us and another person. And then there's a coming back together from a higher place, you know, um, right. the difference between stress and empathy versus compassion. What is truth? The mirror, how the objective world reflects back to us. Um, We talked about addictions and then the blended, how we blend and integrate. And there's this really cool word like um, interdependent. The difference between being interdependent versus independent, like you're an island and you have no help and nobody's there. And, you know, nobody helps me in all of those beliefs to being codependent. In other words, I can't feel good unless you're in a good mood, unless you validate me and blah, blah, blah. So it, and it moves from codependent to independent to interdependent in that we're all part of a unit, you know?
1: Mm, I love that. Now, Tracy, we're, I'm a bit of a multitasker, and we are very much, um, you know, phone, Facebook, email, you know, social chat, everything's happening. We actually just got a email question in for you. Ask Tracy, how do you say positive in a negative world? Exclamation, exclamation mark.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's um, using negativity or what we perceive as negativity, because if we introduce fear into the equation, we'll have it. And if we believe in it, it will be part of our reality. You know, it's kind of like it goes back to the the Garden of Eden which is, um, I don't know if it really happened. I wasn't there. But if I take the story, which there's multiple stories, not just the Garden of Eden, there's other stories in history, of eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and then um, you will be like God. But that's, you know, it already starts as a false premise that God created evil, that in order to know God, you know, we have to introduce fear, you know, it's the duality. So just like you were saying in the beginning of the show about the fourth dimension, like the third dimension is the duality of good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. And we get better and better and better and we start undoing the mind until we actually Mm -hmm. exist in a five dimensional where there's only good. So to answer the question in a negative world of people's perception of negative and the experience is certainly real. But then, we're, you know, if we create our own reality, how real is reality? So the, right. the, the, the real reality in the fifth dimensional experience is there is no fear. Fear has to be removed. Yeah. So, but until you get there, you're still in the third dimensional dealing with um, negative experiences. So a negative experience is used as an opportunity like an alchemist. So you take something negative and you turn it into a positive and um, mm. you do that with either challenging the belief, going into the mind, integrating the negativity, and like Eckhart Tolle says, be present and use your attention to integrate the negativity. There's multiple ways to do it. Um, you know, and like A Course in Miracles says, the curriculum's mandatory for everyone, but the time to take it is optional. And the more peace mm-hmm. one has, the more they don't want to feel negativity. So they're like totally motivated to, Keep moving through this path. Keep moving. We're all doing it together in different levels, and so everything is an opportunity. So how can how can it be negative? So it just gets trans, uh, transcended from negative into positive until fear is there is no fear. It doesn't exist. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, I think people are 3D.
1: That? You don't ex- you experience less and less of this as you're living more four or five D. Five and sixty, right? Because in the land of spirit and soul, there 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 isn't this the you know the positive negative. It's all one, you know. And so that doesn't. It's just expression and experience. It's not. It's not judging. It's not judging the inmate. It's not this isn't good or this isn't right. bad, right? right? And right. I think we're That's, moving yeah. more into that, but, right? But how to train the egoic mind, the surface mind, to understand this? That on the soul level, spirit, level, this is just experience and expression. You know, ego, human part may not like it, might be uncomfortable or might be, like you said earlier, you know, suffering and painful. You know, the, the soul is like, let's keep doing this for a while. This is interesting. Uh, okay, the, the, Tammy in the chat is asking, how do you tr- transform the fear? Very good question. Without it being a spiritual bypass, though. Well, I would say the emotion the emotion- you have to handle the emotions because you're human um I don't know what are your thoughts on that Tracy to not be a spiritual bypass how would we handle the fear or heal
0: well it's um you know, every time i when people experience a trigger, it's already there, and so you're not really bypassing you just you're just saying, okay, here's a fear um or negativity or emotion there's there's really no you you can So it already existed in the mind somewhere. We already bought a belief. And so we can challenge it. Um, let's say somebody is afraid that they're going to lose their job or that their spouse is going to leave them. Or they, you know, financial insecurity is a big one. I won't have enough money. All, of, all fear are all beliefs bought into the, you know, into the, into lack. So I'll just go into the mind itself if you can find it. Like, and I usually ask the question, like, what does that mean? If, Mm-hmm. if my husband or wife leaves me, what does that mean? It means that I'll be all alone. You know, we get through the layers. It means I'll be alone. Yeah. I won't have, I to pay the rent. I won't see my kids. It's all loss, 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 loss. And I'm afraid. And um, you know, some people will stay in relationships because they don't want to experience this negativity. So to be willing to move through pain, like Eckhart Tolle says, you know, unless you're okay with suffering, unless you, because we we will unconsciously refuse because it make it you know it doesn't make any sense. why would anybody want to move through pain? let's you know just but you can't really bypass it, you know because it'll chase you, so right um, I'm take- willing, yeah, I am willing to experience this pain, and I'm going to find out why I'm believing what I believe, and I'm going to correct it um and uh so it it's corrected in the mind, and it always starts off with is that true, you know, like a Byron Katie. Can I absolutely know that that's true? Um, and once we move through the fear, it's like, okay, if he wants to leave me, I really want what's in his best interest. I really want what he wants. And if he doesn't want to be with me, then I accept that. And it moves through these layers of um, we, we think we're going to lose love, and and uh, it's it's almost like uh, the uh, the last layer that we move through is is it true that I'm not lovable? That I that mm-hmm. my value that other people have to give me value and they can only do it by staying with me or by keeping this job. And it, you know, those beliefs of I'm not good enough, I'm not enough, um, sit at the bottom layer of these beliefs of what we're afraid of. And so then I just, what I do is I just go, okay, then I'm not valuable. Mm -hmm. I'm not valuable. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. And I just feel it until I'm laughing about it, but it's not really funny when you're yeah. it because you yeah. you really feel like the proof that I'm not valuable is you're leaving me. That's proof. Yeah. And then, but that's not really the truth either. They're they're doing what they they need to do, and it has nothing to do with me. And so, but it's still something And the thing is, I love
1: what you're saying about the process. And by the way, Tammy's thanking you. Uh,
0: She said you do the layers.
1: Yes, handle the emotions. Deal with it honestly. Great answer, Tracy. Okay. Thank you, Tammy, for that. Um, Yeah, it's the handling the emotions of the aspect. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, one of the spiritual and also metaphysical principles with... We do on this dimension or this earth experience sometimes so much loss, you know, the mother and father or mother and mother or mother and father that have the child that has cancer and is dying or is in such pain or the person that goes to, through the loss of someone they really love, a child or a spouse or, fam- you know, and, and loss after loss. And then there is this undercurrent, you know, when we do have to get into the emotional aspect of it and heal it or repattern or just, like you said, just be with it. And it's like each one undercut, we are still here, we remain. Something remains, the essence of the person, the situation. But it can be challenging, you know, on the earth plane because some of these things are not only very dear but hard to look at, you know, to witness and be a part of and just say okay, this isn't really happening you know, this will this will pass, you know, or um, yeah, it, it's you know, yeah, what, I totally I what, yeah, right? Hmm?
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely challenging and it's hard and it's raw and it hurts and it's painful and you know so many times my soul would cry out, help me, help me, help me, I can't handle this, you know, and the moment i said okay I, i'll suffer this out and then all of a sudden the resistance lessened yeah. um like when the grace comes the in kid, yeah yeah it's pretty it's, it's a pretty grace. amazing um,
1: yeah. yeah i've been there a few times <laughs> recently yeah. even yeah it it's, it comes and goes you know but that lifting that upliftment um that we get the uplifting when we admit and I think that's the difference the spiritual bypass the person doesn't want to look at it or does says it doesn't again and puts a little platitude around it so I like that you go there that you say I'm experiencing this I'm feeling this um I feel that giving voice and, and just being present to that allows it to begin to transmute and then transform the experience but we have to acknowledge it that's I guess what I'm hearing from you is that correct is that what you're meaning you
0: have to acknowledge uh, yeah. it
2: being yeah. Yeah.
0: yes I, I do know that I tried to run away from it and um, I tried to um, you know like unconsciously deny it but then when then when I turned and would face these like demons you know that they're <laughs> into, like Chinese work, so they just keep following you you know instead of um thinking that the mind or the ego is an enemy. It's like a a little child that's just going, Mom, 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 mom. So we go into yeah. meditation trying to quiet the mind instead of listening. What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. What is it that I'm exactly. here and see, Yeah, and see it as um, what is it that you're wanting me to know? Because judgment won't leave um until we have an understanding. And that, that yeah. understanding ooh, it's led and stops us. What it does is um we have compassion and compassion is a whole different energy field than judging, you know, judging is making, it's the duality, right, wrong, bad, or you're not spiritual. You're not, you're not that. You don't value me. You're, you're inconsiderate and all of this other stuff that goes on in the mind, but the mind automatically starts to quiet down when it has an understanding because we don't get enlightened. Enlightenment already is. Mm -hmm. It's the ego mind that gets enlightened. It gets understanding. And then it starts to mellow out. We become the master of the mind instead of the slave to it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because, well, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you a question, if you don't mind, something that um, you were talking about. And I, so I had this question and then you were talking about I'm it. I'm like, Oh, why, why I have, while I have Michelle, I'm going to ask her if you don't mind answering a question about what no. is an oversoul? What, what's an oversoul?
1: It's an, it's, it's an energy or energetic principle that is guiding and directing us on a soul level. So, in a way, it holds the, the, the template of what or the blueprint of what we're experiencing. On some level, it's all of us, you know, it's all of us. So, it's tapping into that. There are um, guides, or I won't even call them entities because they're not really, they're not separated out it's it would be more of a wave or a principle of energy that has that stores the information of the infinite intelligence so it's stepped down from source obviously it's from source and literally you could call it it steps out as it gets lower in frequency getting more into form it could be beings you know it could be spirit guides over over souls that have the um, the blueprint of where we're going and certain light beings, star seeds for sure, have this information encoded within them, and are helping others. Or so we're on our we're on our own path of healing, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and our own awakening, becoming more conscious and aware. But also happen to have advanced or higher frequency information of where we're going as a as a species, as a planet, as a soul playground. You know where we're going. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. (laughs) It's pretty interesting that you could still, as one of my teachers said, Michelle, it's very possible to be extremely conscious in, in areas of your life, but unconscious in some, because you still have your own area that you've come in with. To experience and express through as a soul being, but there's, you know, part of our experience and expression are lessons, right? Or becoming more conscious or looking at where did we get hung up on a human level, on the wounding. Um, But yeah, it's so you're receiving advanced information, helping lead others. Um, And some of the information, I mean, like on the soul, I mean, now it's coming to light. I've been speaking about this since, you know, late 80s, early 90s. Um, as many have um, or groups of us, so you're encoded, you're part of the one hundred and forty four thousand or you know million billion, however you want to look at it yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's part of the, the the seva, the mission the the service being of service is like you said earlier, those that are ready, you just put the seeds you know in a way it's a seed link, you put the seeds, you put the information out, you help guide. And so those people go off, integrate it within themselves, and go off and live it and share and live differently, live more expanded, live more connected to their soul.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah. thank you for that. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I would, I didn't know if there were like um, under an oversoul, there would be a, like a group of people that kind of resonate, and that would be like, you know, you, you start resonating with, certain people. So they get like kindred spirits and um... that's
1: your soul group. And actually there's like a soul oh. wave. Yeah. Soul groups like incarnate like bunches of bananas or, or grapes. We all have similar experience and resonance. I mean, obviously we're from the, the same soul group. Cause look at how similar, you know, people that listen and we're meant to find ourselves, because when we hang out with people that are more our soul group or soul tribe, it gives us a lot of energy. It inspires us. It lifts us. We start aspiring to do more, not in separation or, or keeping away from others. Cause, cause your soul group, you, you know, you probably met people in your soul group at, in the prison. You know, it, it doesn't, it's not determined by like uh, by the outer form of I'm an artist or I'm an author. It, it's, it's much more um, intrinsic. It's much more soul qualities and what you've experienced in, in the life, in your life. Oh, Tracy, we got to have you back on. We're out of time. I love chatting with you. And the chat room has been like buzzing. Oh, everybody, (laughs) wonderful interview, Michelle and Tracy. I have loved this conversation. Thank you for being here. Great conversation. Loved having Tracy on. Yeah. So, yeah, you have an open invite. This has just been so wonderful. Uh, Now, where can people get your book, Mirror, Mirror?
0: Um, if they just type in slinger, you know, they'll, it'll take them to Amazon. They can get the book there or the YouTube slingers seems to be the magic word to find me. So, <laughs> okay, I love yeah. S
1: E E D F L I N G E R S-E-E-D-F-L-I-N-G-E-R.com. S-E-E-D-F-L-I-N-G-E-R.com. Uh, also, YouTube channel by the same name and Mirror Mirror is available on Amazon. Oh, Tracy, thanks for being with us and sharing your insights and your stories and your path of awakening. Um, it's really been wonderful to connect with you.
0: You too, Michelle. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to enjoy learning more about you as I, you know, catch up on uh, all the wonderful things that you've been offering everybody. So thank you. Appreciate it. It was awesome. Thank you.
1: Come back anytime. Take care. Okay.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye. With great conversation, divine dialogue, awakening dialogue. I love it. Uh, Tracy Jolicoeur, uh, her book is Mirror, Mirror. That's her book that's out now. And she's going to have another book um, in August, crystal clear. But we were touching on Mirror, Mirror. And you can find out more information by going to Seed seeds. It's com. Oh my God. I love connecting with all of you. You're so amazing. The chat was buzzing. Thanks for everybody for your co-creation of this program. If you want to connect further, join the Facebook awakenings group. Uh, we've got a great group there. Of course, awakenings with Michelle Mache uh, page on uh, Facebook as well. Um, the group is more interactive and uh, also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I do Quite a few, you know, readings on Instagram and just share what what's the happenings. I'm going to be sharing about my shamanic interplane um, journey uh, work on Instagram soon. And if you want to um, have a guest suggestion, you have questions, comments, something you want answered on air, topic suggestions, I'm open for topic suggestions. You can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Lots of love and light, everyone. Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and woke. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's
2: blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.